space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life, a new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And this week we're talking about episode 5 of Star Trek Picard, which is called Stardust City Rag. Yeah. I'm not quite sure again, what's the rag bit? Um, is it like a, a con, a swindle yeah, or something? Yeah, I think it's yeah, sort of like... Something like that. It's, it's sort of like an old 50s... Yeah, sort that's, of thing. that's what I thought it probably meant. Yeah. That sort of ragging this country's more like scruffy clothes or something. Or, or, or uh, you just call newspapers a rag. A rag, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I want But yeah, quite... I think it's meant to be like a con. Like, I got a Ocean's Eleven sort of feel. Oh, definitely. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of. Yeah. So, yeah, it's sort but of. It was sort of the end of Ocean's Eleven sort of feel like yeah definitely I mean there's bits particularly later in the the episode there's definitely bits that I think are inspired by yeah. like heist movies and stuff yeah. and we'll we'll get to them as we go but before we start I thought top episode possibly best one uh, I don't know another good fun episode yeah um, I think quite arguably another standalone episode you could watch it, it it's still moving the story forward but we're yeah. getting standalone episodes, so I'd say we've now got three out of five you could watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Quite happily on the own, yeah. which is quite nice. We're not episodic. No. But we're getting that you but can yeah, watch. If, if you you want a big Star Trek aficionado and you came across this on telly, you could watch this 45 minutes and enjoy it for what it is yeah. without needing without to... Needing, you, without needing to know all the story that's going yeah. on previously, you could watch this. You're right, and yeah, on. and that's good. They're, they're doing well striking that yeah. balance so far. It's, they used to do the well, they still do it to an extent, don't they, with Supernatural? Mm. But they used to do this quite a lot. Like, um, I'm a big Lex fan. Yeah. In Lex season two, it has a, a a whole story for the whole. I think it's 26 episodes. Yeah. 24 episodes. But pretty much every episode you can watch on its own as a separate story. Yeah, and Enterprise yeah. season three. Well, not always successfully, but they tried doing the same thing, yeah. and which is quite—it's nice to it have that. It is good because it, it attracts sort of, I suppose, the widest audience you can, rather yeah. than being for hardcore fans only. But yeah, I think this one was a really good one. And I just like to mention, I did call it. Jonathan Freaks does not direct yeah, himself. Yeah, true. <laughs> Unless he's coming back to direct later in the seasons. They, well, oh, no, they have announced all the directors, yeah. so no, he's not. Um, but, yeah, you called that one. Uh, there's a few, I think, things that we sort of called are called, and there's a big one at the end that somebody I know called, which I'll, I'll cover when we get there. So looking at this one then, we start with a flashback again, but it's not a Picard 16 years later synth attack on Mars flashback. No, no it's a 7 of 9 flashback. And it's a brief flashback. So the, the teaser, we get a brief flashback to 7 and then we get present day on... Well, it's a, few, a couple of weeks previous to yes, where we sorry, are. Yeah. It's a few weeks ago. So it's Yeah, but it's, it's different to how we've been doing it. Yeah. So the flashback then... This has got to be like the goriest 
Star Trek we've done. Yeah, I can't think of anything gorier than this that's no. gone before in Star Trek. No, because see, I mean, you've got yeah, you know, Echeb's eye getting ripped out. Yeah. And I know it's kind of a boggy eye, so it's not. That's probably how they got round. Yeah. The, the rating, but yeah, it's pretty grueling, pretty intense, and I know a lot of people. Uh, I've heard a few people were, saying that the the family they didn't enjoy it, the horror. Aspects. Yeah, it were too it were too much. Um, Personally, I I quite liked it. And, no, I didn't. And I didn't it mind couldn't it. happen to a nicer character, could it? <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> I was going to say or a nicer actor, but then it's not. It's, it's not, not Manu, Manu in there. And um, yeah, for anyone who's not overly familiar with Manu I had the the pleasure of seeing him at a convention uh, a good few years ago now and he, he was an interesting chap he was um, trying to sell us his artwork he was trying to sell us his DVDs of a World War 2 film he'd done he, he actually when I went up to get something signed by him uh, he gave me a copy of his CV <laughs> which I've still got actually it's just over there I might dig that out before the end of the episode but it was his actual, like, the one he would he would give to an agent in yeah. Hollywood. So it's got, like, links to his IMDb Pro, which you have to pay to go on, you know. Yeah. It's an insider's thing, and it, but it's got, like, the key to get on it, and it's got his sizzle <laughs> reel and everything. And his sizzle reel is mainly clips from Voyager and then bit parts in films where someone punches him. <laughs> and good on him, he can take a punch, but... Um, Recently, he's got a little bit of notoriety. He was probably the only—I use the word celebrity in inverted commas—but who stood up for Kevin Spacey when all the yeah all the stuff came out. And I, I won't repeat the things that he said. If you want to look that up, you can do. But I don't know whether they were intending to give him the call to reprise the role. But I think if they saw them tweets, yeah, it, it would have been a definite yeah, no. Well, like from when you met him, he's des- obviously desperate for work. Yeah. <laughs> like if he's handing you when you get an autograph, his full seat, his proper CV. Yeah. That's somebody who's desperate for work. Well, he is. But on the other hand, they were bragging. Like he showed this little video, um, and it basically was showing clips of his career and and then it came up in little letters on the bottom. Like I still get sixty grand a year from repeats of Voyager. Yeah. And it's like, well, fair enough, but. You'd have to brag about it, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, he, he was the first guest out on the day, and some have suggested that he might have had a little pick me up before he came out, shall we say? And he was effing and blinding and all, and there were little kids in audience, yeah. and oh, he, he did not go down well. <laughs> he, he's not been invited back since, but anyway, so that's. That's Manu, and Manu aside, yeah, Echeb was a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. We, I don't think he's anybody's favorite. No, character. definitely. I mean, when we did that quiz at Destination Star Trek, and it were like Family Fortunes or Family Feud for American listeners, uh, and one of the things was which Trek character would you least like to be stuck in an elevator with? And I think it were Wesley, Neelix, Echeb were in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's not. But having said that. I think Jerry Ryan does a good enough job in this scene of making you you feel for her rather than yeah, for him. Yeah, you feel yeah, like she's taken over like mothering him. Yeah, and she's there was and yeah, she's raised him. There was elements of that in the episode in you know in Voyager. Yeah. So Echeb's in Starfleet as well. Yeah. I, I think um 
I didn't catch it in the episode, but I've read online since uh, he, he's got a lieutenant pips on, yeah. so he's obviously come back from the Delta Quadrant and, and joined Starfleet and gone through. Which Seven presumably hasn't. We, yeah, it looks like Seven. Like we don't know if Seven joined for a short for a time. Actually, no, that's true. We don't because we know we know that when everything fell apart with Romulus. She sort of yeah. Since then, she's been with these Fenris Rangers, yeah. who sound kind of similar to the Maquis. Like they're there in what was the Romulan neutral zone, yeah. but now it's it's all collapsed and it's yeah. basically a free for all. Yeah, it seems like the sort of like uh, sort of some form of police force. Yeah. Oh well, Picard seems to think that they're not. Follow, he says they're not following the law, but she calls him on it and says, "What law?" Yeah. And so it sounds like this is just a, a sort of a lawless part of space. Yeah, it's almost you know, like the, frontier law. Yeah, the Romulans aren't there anymore. The Federation spo- isn't there anymore. I suppose you could look at it like um, in the early days of uh, North America with yeah, the cowboys, yeah. where you had the sheriff and they basically made the laws. Yeah, exactly. And- That's the vibe you get from it, certainly. And so. You know, the scene obviously culminates seven mercy kills him, basically. It's yeah, effectively a, euthanasia. Yeah, he's had so many of his Borg implants taken out mm. that there's no way to save him. Yeah, and I think that's... I think it is clear in the episode that she... He's gone. There's no yeah. way he would have survived yeah. it if she'd have got him elsewhere. And there's a, a quite a cool little reference where... When they're dissecting him, they say, "Where's your cortical node?" Yeah, and it's there's an episode of Voyager where, where he gives it to Seven. Yeah, he doesn't need it; he was young enough. Yeah, so that's a cool little uh, little nod to Voyager fans. Then we get to, as you say, it's like a couple of weeks before where we are now, and Maddox. We finally see Maddox. Yeah, Di- again a different again, actor. Again a different actor. And uh, like. Because of his beard, it was. I. It's hard to tell. No, I couldn't the time tell. I mean, passed. he's got a similar sort of face shape, yeah. and you're like, maybe it could be that yeah. guy. I don't know, but um, yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's looking very rough, very sort of being thrown around, yeah. and he's not having any good time of it. And um, we meet this character Bajazel, which. That reminds me of, is it Vajazzles that women get and they stick on the, yeah. the bits and stuff? I think it's, it's silly, Dave. It's too similar to that that I couldn't take it too seriously. Um, but she gives him Trania, which is the drink from the Carbamite manoeuvre that uh, yeah. Clint Howard, the little baby, gives him. So, again, a nice little touch. But, yeah, so, basically, it... We've got this situation where he says my lab's been destroyed yeah. or vaporised or whatever. Uh, they hit it with a... Uh, oh, what do they call it? It's, he describes it as if it's been melted or yeah. something. It's And he's borrowed money off this woman, which money gets mentioned a fair bit. And people are saying, well, does that mean Starfleet's started using money? And I don't think it is. I think it's... I think it's. I think we we've had this problem before, like with DS Nine. How did it yeah. buy stuff from Quark? And so there has to be some form of commerce. But I think it's this part of the galaxy is using money. It's yeah. only the Federation that doesn't use yeah. money. So you know, presumably it's Romulan currency or it's Latinum or yeah. whatever it's it like is. In first contact, um, Picard sort of goes. The economics of the future are very much different. Yeah, and. 
like they don't work for material gain and and I think that is the thing is it's that's true of the federation yeah. and it probably still is true of the federation in this time frame but it's not true of this frontier that we're if you yeah. pardon the pun that we're dealing with and then we go back then we get the the credits and everything which I didn't watch this week just in case it dropped a, a, a guest star in there and um, though I do think the theme tune is growing on me a bit, yeah, it's I taken quite, I, longer than I thought I, it I was. I quite like the theme tune now. And then this is where we finally get the meeting between Seven and Picard. Yeah, and she wants neat whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and again, she's of you know we get the sense she's had a a rough time yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, she's obviously though she's dressed in a lot more sensible clothes than we've ever seen her before. Which yeah. Yeah, she well, she's got away from having to wear the EMH design yeah. uh, wardrobe now, which is definitely a good thing yeah. as well. I bet Jerry Ryan's glad of not yeah. having to <laughs> to wear them. But yeah, and uh, we've not seen anyone in this time frame walking around in any uniform. No, we haven't. So I yeah. think it's fa- safe to say that Joe, the EMH, because we assume he <laughs> yeah, calling himself Joe from the final episode yeah, of Voyager. Yeah. So we're going to call him Joe. Didn't get a job in fashion design. No, probably not. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so th- this is the meeting. And at this stage, I mean, we get it later, but at this stage, they don't really talk about the mutual experience with the Borg or anything. No. And we do touch on it in a very good scene later on. Um, there's a few nice bits in it, like uh, Picard says, oh, it wasn't my idea, this chateau thing. <laughs> and she says, well, but you've kept it. Yeah. So, you know, we know that the Romulan, the Romulans who lived with him sent the scans and everything, but she's right. It could yeah, have, he could have just gone, well, no, I don't said, no, this. just give me the standard whatever yeah. room it is. So A standard ready room. He does seem to quite like it. And this is where we get the talk of the Fenris Rangers. Yeah. And Seven talks here about, like, you know, we hide us money on Free Cloud. That's where... Yeah. She says we haven't got much funding, but, but that's what we where, have it, is where it is. So it's obviously, like, some sort of commerce hub as well as, a, you know, a gambling den and everything. It seems like it's all sorts, a bit of all sorts. Yeah, it's very very Star Wars-y, really. Yeah. It's kind of like Moss Eisley or something. And then I like Picard. Is He approves of what the Fenris Rangers are doing. But this is it where he, he questions the legality and, yeah. as she points out, there's not much of it there. And then Seven sort of... She's kind of admitting, like, it's a doomed cause, really, you know. It, yeah, she, she's She's very disillusioned by it all and it seems to be, you know, we're doing it because it's the right thing, but... We're not getting anywhere. Yeah, we know we, we're not. We're losing, we... we. And I know, like, last week we joked about, you know, would she still be with Chakotay, which, thankfully, she's not. But it does make you wonder if she's joining this group that are very similar to the Maquis. Has, yeah. she, has she chatted to Chakotay about this and got has a few Chico- tips? Well, has Chakotay, like... Like, we're assuming that she sort of... The Fenwick Rangers, sometime in the last 14 years... Yeah. We think that's when they've formed... When the, with the collapse yeah. of Romulus, so we're probably not looking at fourteen years ago. It's probably a couple, of, a year, maybe two years after. Yeah, yeah, it's probably. become more and more lawless. Yeah, and they're just trying to so, pick up the pieces. So we've possibly got twelve years there 
That Jacoti could have been with her in yeah, that time. Yeah, he could have been. And I'm pretty sure we're going to get to it. Already we've got the first prequel novel, which is about Picard and uh, the evacuation of Romulus and everything. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a Seven of Nine novel that fills in... Fills in gaps. Her bits, because I, I know there was... Um, they're now referred to as the relaunch series of books, but there was a lot about what happened to Voyager after it got back to yeah. the Alpha Quadrant and everything. And obviously they're... I mean, Star Trek books are never canon, but they're emphatically not canon now. But yeah. um, it'd be interesting to pick up a little bit of that at some point. And then Seven's sort of intrigued by what Picard's doing. Yeah. You know, she's... Oh, you know, so you're fighting for a cause. And yeah. so we see... It's interesting that we got all these characters, like, you know, we got Picard, we got Rios, we got Raffi, who are all ex-Starfleet, and Seven's kind of ex... She's not Starfleet, she, she Starfleet, She was never but, Starfleet, but... But she spent a long time, uh, her formative years, really, you were, know, after becoming human yeah, again. but she was never part of Starfleet. But it shows that the ideals of Starfleet are still strong oh, in these yeah. people. And so she's intrigued by it, and... Obviously, we find out later that she she has her own reasons for wanting to go to Free Cloud, which everybody seems to. So we get, you know, Raffi's... Raffi's got, on her own. Well, Raffi has said straight away she's just getting... Oh, yeah, there. that was Raffi's thing, yeah. And we get a nice scene between Rios and Raffi where Rios is saying, you know, it looks like they know each other. And she says, well, they didn't when I knew. Yeah. When I knew him. And I like how sort of impressed by Seven Rios seems to be like he's like... Oh, she's that ranger. Oh, she's and he says like she called eleven or ninety nine or yeah. something. And then she's clever. He goes, oh, seven, the ex Borg ranger from the Delta Quadrant. <laughs> and it's like he's bigging up this. Yeah, he's got this. Uh, puts yeah. her on a bit of a pedestal. Which I don't. I don't think it's uh, wrongly done either. No, she would. You would assume she would be quite famous. Yeah, you'd assume like we've saw her in action in. Voyager a lot, so you'd assume she's pretty awesome as well. Well, yeah, yeah. And Rios, as a former Starfleet guy, would have presumably heard about Voyager. Yeah. And well, let's see. Voyager's going to be a famous ship. Yeah, yeah, certain people from it are going to be quite famous. Like they're going to Harry Kim's going to be the butt of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, presumably. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. And it was um, Picard. Uh, sort of saying, do you want to join my crew? And it was like they'd done an older version of Harry Kim. And he said, like, oh, well, I'll get promoted if I join your crew. And Picard like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless him. But then um, th- there's a nice little bit where Rios is about to light his cigar near Raffi and she's like, ah, ah, ah. And I think this ties into later in the episode, like she's saying that she's clean and all this yeah. stuff. So is she kind of, I don't want anything, anything. addictive yeah. or, you know, anything like that near me. And then we get the scene with Girati where she's looking at this video, which reveals that I think a few people suspected there might have been something with Maddox and Girati. Yeah, yeah. We, well, obviously, in a, ad- a relationship. A yeah. relationship. And a lot of people have talked about this, what they're doing with this. He's basically replicating all the ingredients, but he's going to make the cookies himself. Yeah. And she doesn't like the idea. Like, she said, well, why don't you just replicate the whole thing? Yeah. And a lot of people have talked about, like, is this a metaphor for creating the androids out of separate parts? Yeah. And, you know, does it... 
does mixing artificial things together, can it still create something, something new? new? And what does that tell us about Girati? And I know people have speculated on whether she might be an android. Yeah. And I don't think so, but... I I don't. Um, shall I wait till... We'll we wait till the end for end the... I'll give, I've got a theory on what it is with Girati. Yeah, we'll get to the revelations about her at the end, but... Yeah, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if in the weeks that come this cookies conversation takes on a bit yeah. more of more of a meaning. It is strange, but like I could I could understand bits of it, but like eggs. Yeah. Replicating eggs. It's sort of like mmm. And she's right to an extent, like if you're gonna do yeah, all that, why don't you I was you thinking do? like an egg though is almost like a living thing. True, yeah. It's uh, Well, it's a non-fertilized egg, so I suppose it's. But it 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 just came across. Can it repl- replicate a do? Yeah, I don't know. Orga- I don't know. I mean, evident. Yeah, because so could a replicate replicate an animal if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, I don't know. And then you get all these uh, adverts that they get, which are kind of like internet pop-ups. Yeah, but it's, you uh, get to the planet. And- yeah, and like it looks like the pl- something on the planet. Is scanning them and it's sending what? Yeah, yeah, it's it, sending like it's like your cookies thing. Like we'll send you adverts that are tailored to you, specific to you. Like they send Raffi a thing about buying snake wings. Snake wings. Come she, to here for snake She rushes wings. that out of the way, and um, uh, Elnor's not happy that he didn't get one. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought I'm like, I like the way Elnor's played I, in this episode. I quite, yeah, um, like this is the first part of it goes like. I didn't get one. Yeah. And it's, it's like, right, sad about it. Yeah, he is. And he, he's almost sort of filling the role of the, the Spock data kind of character. Like, yeah, he's a bit like, I, I don't understand most... your human ways sort of well, thing. Well, he has candor, doesn't he? So they're just... Yeah, he's used to everything being the truth. And yeah. there's nothing less truthful than advertising, I suppose. Yeah. So. And also, Girati gets this one, which is like a boxing thing. Robot. And it's, bo- oh, you, you've got to punch it. And she's very reluctant, but then she does throw a punch, and it's a pretty good punch. And yeah. I wonder if that's a bit of foreshadowing that, you know, there's a side to her. Yeah. There's some um She's a lot handier than than she might yeah. come and we across. we find out that the ships are free to here, because she gets yeah, yeah. offered um, repairs. <laughs> yeah, and we've learnt the name. It's La Serena. Yeah. And um, we find out, like, basically, Bejazel's looking to sell Maddox to the Tal Shiar, so yeah. she's brokering a deal. And they go through all the various, well, can we outbid them? Not a chance. Uh, can we extract him? What are we going to do? And this is where Seven comes in and says, I'll offer myself as yeah. a bargaining chip because she's someone who looks for Borg technology and Borg technology is valuable. And Seven has more in her than anyone else. Exactly, yeah. And um, then we get this shot of the the planet, which is full of Easter eggs. And one of them's Mr. Mott's Barbering Emporium. (laughs) So it's good to see he's still doing well. And there is a quark sign there next to a bar. So do you reckon this is, as quark gone out and franchised the bar or has he moved to free cloud i reckon he's franchised i think he has because last time we saw him it was rom had become the grand nagus and quark was like no i'm gonna be the last bastion of greedy <laughs> Ferenginar. Yeah. 
And I like to think that he's done really well with yeah, it. Yeah, I do. It's... There's a quarks everywhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was like, it was always Odo who put the spanner in his works. Yeah, that's true. Occasionally he got one over. Yeah, well, occasionally Odo let him. Occasionally Odo let him. But you almost got the sense that Odo was that good. Yeah. He caught him, but others didn't. No, maybe not. So, yeah, now that Odo's gone. He's way... <laughs> but, yeah, he certainly... Well, he seems to be doing well anyway. At least he's... One way or another, he's still got a bar nearly 20 yeah. years later. So, good on him. And... Yeah, there's all sorts of other signs and everything, but I think those are the two sort of main, main ones. obvious ones. I'm sure if you paused it and magnified oh, yeah, it, you'd sure. see all sorts there's of a stuff lot, in like, there. There's loads of logos and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there's logos of all sorts of races and things. And then this is where we sort of go heist movie. Yeah. Because we get we get the bit where that you always do in a heist movie where you have you have the plan and then you see the plan playing out and we cut between those two yeah. bits, and this is the most sort of out and out fun I think that the series has been so far. Oh, it's like we're off on a caper basically, yeah, and you know we're we're going to have disguises and we're going to go <laughs> well, in. Yeah, right. It was we start with Rios. Yeah, first, and you go. What do they call him? You're going to be a. Oh, it's like a face. You've got to be a facer. You're a face. You've got to yeah. be a facer. And they start dressing him up, and and Seven says you need a feather in yeah, your hat, you and need he, a feather. he literally gets a feather <laughs> in his hat. And when he goes to the bar, he's like, "I want two umbrellas in my thing, like <laughs> yeah. like he's Del Boy or something." <coughs> and start saying, "You might uh, one of the Bejazzle's associates is this lizard that can." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And next thing, he's getting an inject, getting um like an injection of yeah of <laughs> pheromones or some beta, beta blockers, blockers and all sorts and so that you don't smell like you're lying, lying and yeah. all this and, and then he's talking to him yeah and I like that where he says you also have a smell of smoked meat <laughs> <laughs> it's just just really weird sort of off the wall humour yeah. that we've not really done in this before and Picard obviously is going as a French something he's no, like yeah well it's like he's come out of an Inspector Clouseau film it is, or it something. He's got the eye patch and like, you just hope, like, has Seven told him this story about what's happened to each other, what's flipped her out? And he's got an eye patch over that eye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you taking the piss here? Yeah. Because... Oh, who is this Seven? <laughs> he is, he yeah. is. My name is Icheb. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully that's not the case. But his, his accent is... <laughs> oh, his accent's ridiculous. Yeah. And the thing is, we've heard him speaking French to the dog earlier this season, and it was a reasonable French accent. But this is a proper... This is like um, an episode of Our Law, Our Law. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, I mean, if you... There's, the clip is on... I'm sure it's on YouTube where Patrick Stewart was on Graham Norton. Yeah. And they said, oh, they did ask me to try with a French accent. And he does this thing where he goes, Spass, the final frontier. <laughs> and he says, you know, obviously they didn't go with it. But it's that accent it that he's real. doing. Yeah. And I'm sure Patrick Stewart could do a good French accent if he wanted to. He probably could. But, but this yeah, is Picard really... can. But no, it's really funny. And it's it's a good little cosplay. All you need is a patch and a beret. Yeah. And you've cracked it. And a black leather jacket, long jacket. So, yeah, really good. I like Picard messing about. 
And um, then Elno pops up. What about me? <laughs> yeah, so you can be Elno. It says be an Elno who's silent. silent. <laughs> I think that's seven again, but, isn't it? Like I love this part. Like they're doing all this, and Elno's like being looking really confused, and he suddenly pops up. I've got it. It's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> you're not really these and, people, are you? <laughs> and this is it. It's like he's got that naivety that people only tell the truth, and it's like really. Confusing yeah, what I like, they're doing. I like what they're doing said, with him. It's a lie. <laughs> yeah, and he's really happy. And then later on, he's like, "Oh, are we not? Are we not lying anymore?" And it's, so yeah, it's really good. But in the midst of all this, like Picard does say some pretty hurtful things when he's talking about Seven. Like he's going, "You know, they got her when she was a little girl." And yeah. Once you have been to the Borg, they strip everything out, and you are never the same again. And you know, especially knowing Picard's been through that. Yeah. It's pretty, it could be pretty cutting this for is her to hear. But, yeah, it, but it's, it's also playing the part. He needs yeah, oh, it. true. Yeah. It just, it stood out to me though. Cause it's like, and also it, it can't be nice for him to talk about no. that. Maybe it's almost sort of a bit of self-loathing yeah. coming through from well, Picard. Do all, this does come out with a bit later between Picard in seven. Yeah, yeah. And the um, one issue, possibly, Picard's meant to be this famous admiral. Is an eye patch and a beret really going to be enough to for no one to go, hang on a second? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose if Superman... On, a pair of glasses work for Clark Kent. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose no one's seen him in a few yeah, years. He's, and... he's been a recluse for 14 years. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. I uh, have no problem with this. And then um, Picard and Raffi sort of part ways, and it's quite a nice little touching scene where it's, you know, it was almost like the old days for a bit, and yeah. you can see the, the respect they've got for each other, and you do get the sense that Picard wishes she was staying. I mean, ultimately, obviously... Yeah, but she's going to come back. We, you know, by the end of the episode. But it's a nice little yeah. character beat between the two of them. And Raffi goes off on her own little subplot. Then yeah, at this we see stage. this, and like she's gone to a hospital. Yeah, I thought that was weird when it first came up, and it's yeah. like a sexual health clinic or something. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh god, what are we going to see here? But now? it turns out it's a, it's a son. Yeah, it's like a family planning yeah. sort of clinic, and uh, yeah, son's there with, with the, his wife, who's heavily pregnant. Yeah, and Rafi obviously knew about this because she she doesn't know it's a girl, but she says, "Oh, my grand," and waits for him to fill it in. So she's obviously been keeping tabs on him, and yeah. he jerk. Well, I don't think he's joking. He's been quite aggressive with it, saying, you know, like, well, have you tracked me down, or have yeah, you... Yeah, and, like, well, it's sort of coming out like it sounds like she's abandoned a family. Yeah. And it sounds like she's abandoned after what's happened with the Romulans. Yeah, the, it sounds like and... piecing together everything we know so far, it seems like she got wrapped up in the conspiracy theories surrounding yeah. it, which are probably going to turn out to be true, or at yeah. least... It, it, yeah, it looks like it's... I think it's said in the way that Rafi's actually been the oh, one yeah. who's done it. I think... That, yeah. He's had it all... I think Rafi's right. I she's mean, She's had it all nailed down, but she's had no absolutely no support, and she's no. literally and she's turned not, to drugs. Yeah, that's she's it. Literally she's spiralled further and further into this, and it's 
it's probably got to the stage where some of it that she's found out is true, but it's like the boy who cried wolf. Like no one believes her, even when she's hitting on the yeah. stuff that's actually right now. Because she does sort of go. They have this thing where she's talking about like he sort of repeats it back. She says, "Tell me about the conclave of eight, which that sounds interesting. Yeah. Presumably, it's like eight conspirators and yeah, and he goes to tell me about um, the androids, the. Yeah, and it's... The reprogrammed androids. I really like the way she works in this scene because she's trying to play it as, you know, I've got clean, I'm absolutely fine, but when he gets onto that stuff, she can't lie and say, well, I don't believe any of that yeah. anymore. It reminds me of uh, in Terminator 2 where they're, they're talking to Sarah Connor and, you know, that bit where she's like, yeah. oh, you know, I'm a lot better now and... You know, I, I, of course I don't believe any of that stuff anymore. And then she just snaps and she's like, you know I believe it, don't fuck with me. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's a similar thing with Rafi. It's like, oh, no, son, I'm fine. I'm all clean. And uh, No, but that conspiracy is real. Yeah, it, it did happen. But I think uh, she, she I, is right. I think, yeah, I think at the end of the day she's going to be proved right. But it, this is actually showing the cost it's on her. Yeah, definitely. When, and it, I think it's showing why she's so resentful of Picard. She's followed him, and he's after handing in his resignation, has literally turned his back on it. Yeah, and walked he has. away. And he's not got into all this conspiracy. I know Picard had but, resigned, but if he'd have backed her and said, yeah. "Look, well, we think he, we've he's got walk, this he's evidence," walked away, so she's literally been cut off on her own. Yeah, no, and no one. And she said in a previous episode, "They revoked my security clearance," so she can't get to anywhere that she can find yeah. the evidence so presumably she's just picking up scraps of yeah. it here and there and probably a fair bit of it is wrong but enough of it's right i think the core of it is right oh yeah definitely so. and it, it, it you know it's a, a fairly common thing like if the people in power are trying to hide something they make the people who know about it look crazy yeah and you know the examples throughout history and it that's obviously what they've done to Rafi. They've made her this sort of scapegoat for yeah. lunatic conspiracies. Yeah, you, you know what's going on, but you look like a loon- you look like a, a junkie lunatic who's having paranoid delusions. And that's the other thing as well is if you do want to hide something, you you can fan the flames of conspiracies because it makes it look so ridiculous that yeah. even though it might be absolutely true. No, the the general public are not going to buy it because you've made the people spreading it look that ridiculous. So it's quite sinister, really, what they've done oh, to yeah. Rafi. And, you know, we get a little bit more from Maddox later on about who might be behind it and everything. Um, ultimately, though, his son, her son doesn't really want anything to yeah, do with it, her at this well, stage. Well, it basically shuts the door. He goes, I don't <laughs> want you in my life. Yeah, he says, you were just passing through, off you go. Yeah. Leave us, it's like, you're not going to be seeing your granddaughter. You're not yeah. going to get to know my wife. Yeah, hopefully, you know... I hope it's not a cheesy resolution to it. Like when She's the, proved right and he goes, oh, all's yeah, forgiven. Yeah, exactly, because it's, no, the, the wounds go deeper than that. Yeah. Just her being proved right doesn't... Can't undo everything, you know. And on both sides as well, yeah. like, you know, she... Obviously, she's ready to take him back, but it must be 
when she is proved right, which I'm sure she will be, it'll be quite hurtful for her to go, you know, I was right all this time. And, yeah, and you just haven't believed me. And Yeah, so it's it's a very interesting dynamic, but I, I'm sure we'll get more on it as we go along. But back to um, Picard then. So Seven slips her handcuffs and grabs Bejazel by the neck and to all intents and purposes looks like she's going to kill her. Yeah, like Picard shocked um, that... Seven no Bajazzle knows seven. Yeah, yeah. That, this is where we get the backstory. Yeah. So maybe he wasn't taking the piss with the eye patch if she hadn't told yeah. him the full thing until now. <laughs> but then I bet Picard would have known. It, you know, I, I bet he keeps tabs on Xbox and stuff. You'd think, so you'd if think a, so. And if presumably Echeb was the only ex-Borg in Starfleet and presumably if he gets killed well, somewhere people would hear about it yeah it's hard to tell actually because there's like it, I'm getting the impression from this that a lot of bot there's been a lot of ex-Borg out there yeah it sounds they're almost a species in and of themselves yeah yeah, yeah it's like what did we say? Hundred thousand is the bar compliment, but they haven't released them all from this one. No, no. And so has have there been others that the? Well, yeah. I mean, we've seen Seven and Hugh and Picard yeah. and Echeb and his family and the ones who came after Seven who'd made their own hive. Yeah. And so there's a lot. Yeah. Um, so this is where El Noah has that great line where he's like, "Oh, have we stopped pretending." <laughs> and Picard's like, "Yeah, yeah, this is all the cards are on the table, kind of thing." And um, yeah, it's hinted that Bajazel and Seven had some, perhaps even a romantic relationship. It's it's well, not outright stated. I'm not sure but... about romantic, but I got the impression that. Um, Bajazzle was part of the Rangers at one point. Yeah, or, well, it said or, she infiltrated and helping the Rangers, came to us. Yeah, to get so the she was working basically. with the Rangers, and, but then sort of betrayed them. They've certainly had a friendship, if nothing else, yeah. that Bajazzle's betrayed, and Seven obviously wants revenge, and you get all this stuff about you know revenge isn't the way, and it never satisfies you, and all of this, and. Ultimately, Seven stands down because Rios points out they'll put a bounty on all of us, and I don't care, but Picard and Elnor, it's <laughs> yeah. not it's not very fair. And Seven appears to stand down. And Bajazel goes, yeah, yeah, the hero till the end, sacrificing himself for the... Yeah, yeah. And we get also around this time, Gerati, it's this quite cute scene which you've got to beam everybody up and she starts getting stressed. And Yeah, uh, the EMH appears... And yeah, what's the nature of your psychiatric psychological <laughs> emergency? Yeah, and but this is like obviously the there's on board sensors, and it's she's obviously stressed enough to trigger. Yeah, senses yeah. that she has a mental problem here. Yeah, no, definitely it's uh, and obviously this comes and, back. Well, I question this because the sensors have triggered that she's got a psychological problem for mm. the EMH to come on. At that point, her. I, why has she got the right still to turn the EMH off? Yeah, I wondered that. That's because... I know it's used as a plot device for later. Yeah. But it, I just think that's wrong. If there's a, a psychological emergency... Yeah, the EMH should... The EMH should be able to override You'd being think, turned off at that yeah. point. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's 
Yeah, that's a very good point. And, and obviously she does it again yeah. later on yeah. in a situation where the AMH shouldn't have been yeah. shot off. Unless it's something that Rios has done because he's said that they get on his tits. So, so he's put them that. Yeah, maybe he's just made it so I can get rid of them whenever I yeah, need to. Sort yeah. Of thing. But yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, I, I I thought that was wrong. I know they're using it as a plot device for later. Yeah. But it, it did seem wrong that when... Yeah, no, I agree with you. A, 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 if there's a medical emergency, the EMH should override. Yeah, you shouldn't be turning it off. Because, especially if it's a psychological one, because they might not be in the right mind when they're saying turn it off. You might, you know, you probably exactly, still need it. Exactly, that's my point. Yeah. And... So, what happens here is quite good when they get back to the ship, so... Rios basically leaves that pattern enhancer so that so he knows, he knows seven's, seven's going back. Do. Yeah, exactly. And I think Picard's a bit naive. She says, "I'll tell you what. Someone's coming to pick me up. Yeah, uh, do you mind if I take two phasers? Yeah, like you're not gonna no, go." He realizes. Do you I think? think? Yeah, because they start having that little chat, don't they, about the bargain? And... Yeah, they do. Yeah, um, which... I think this is quite showing about it. Like they start having this chat and it goes, um, did did you fully come back to yourself afterwards? And he, she goes no, and he goes same. Yeah, but I try a little bit every day. That's it. Yeah, and it's at first she says, you know, did you get your humanity back? He says yes. He says all of it, and he says no. And it's like Picard's trying to put this front on, but then he knows who he's talking to. There's no point lying. They need to be honest about it. Yeah. So that's a really, really nice scene between the two of them. And yeah, she gives him, he gives her the phases. She gives him like what I presume is like a business card or something. Yeah, sort of when you need it. It's yeah, whether it's you put it in a communicator. Well, yeah, it, it seems like it's something to summon. Maybe it's like that thing they have in the new Star Wars film where it'll let you dock on any ship in the yeah. world ever or something. Um, so that's leaving the door open for Seven to come back in. I don't know whether she will this season or not. I mean... Seven? Yeah. Oh, definitely back. You think she'll be back this season? I think she'll be back next episode. Right, okay. We'll see. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think I, she's actually... I, I think she's... I've got a feeling, looking at the IMDb, she's pretty much in every episode from now on. Yeah, and she's certainly on, she, like, the promotional material. She's down for six stuff. or seven episodes. Right? Well, we'll have to see. So this is only the second. But, yeah, I won't, I, I won't be surprised if we see her again when they get to the Borg ship and no, everything. Think, yeah, I think we'll have her quite a bit. More. But there's a nice little musical bit where she's leaving and they have a little reprise of the Voyager yeah. theme. So that was really good. And then she goes and kills them all. Well, she starts where she's got... She beams down and she's in front of Bedazzle. And Bedazzle's trying to talk to her and she goes... Um, you've pressed your emergency button. Um, yeah, the guards will be... You, you've got five seconds till your next lot of guards get here. This this is for each of And just yeah. it disintegrates her. And that's it, yeah. And she does say, though, doesn't she? She says, like, no, uh, I didn't... I know that there's no hope sort of thing, but I didn't want to dissuade Picard of the notion. And like you say, I think Picard probably does. He's not daft. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then we get the bits with Girati. Well, we have seven first. She's leaving the bar. Mm. We assume the security coming in, but we don't see him. 
and she's, and, and she's got two phases going, and we assume she's still really accurate with these. Oh things. yeah, you would imagine. And so. she's shooting like mad. So I think she's got out of this room. Oh yeah, I don't think Seven's dead or anything. Yeah, and I, I think, think we'll have her back next. I think we'll have her back next episode. I, I'm not sure it'll be next episode, but. I won't be surprised if you see before the end of the season, especially since we're going to a ball game. Yeah, I think we've got another... I'm sure she's down for six or seven episodes. So... Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then, yeah, we get this business with uh, Maddox, and I found it quite interesting. Like, Picard's like, ah, oh, Bruce, Bruce. And it's like, he, last time you saw him, you were a knobhead. And you were... Yeah, but since then we've had that date, was in communication True. with him. Yeah, they might have... So, uh, and also, Picard's not someone who holds a grudge no. and he's going to be. And we get a couple of sort of confirmation of one thing that we thought, where he's talking about Soji and it says, the embedded mum AI wouldn't have activated her unless she was in grave danger. Yeah. So we know now that the she was triggered because of the danger. That's something that's built in her programming and that the mum is definitely, definitely a program. So, I mean, we... As we good as knew that, but we, we've had confirmation yeah. there. We we did call that yeah. several times. Oh, yeah. And we get sort of some idea of what the twins are doing now. So, you know, I sent one to Earth and one to the Cube to find out the truth about the ban and the lies. And he says the Federation and the Romulans are involved with it. Yeah. So it's all leading back to whatever this secret is yeah there's there's like there's we've talked about it and is it going to be is that clear cut that the Romulans initially were the first creators of the Borg or maybe but some people speculated did the Romulans start as synthetic as a synthetic yeah, life I've, form I've, yeah but Vulcan but why would that be enough to... I mean, basically, we're nearly there anyway. So, Girati kills Maddox. Yeah. So, would finding out that the Romulans were a synthetic race or that they created the Borg be enough to make this woman who, as far as we know, is an upstanding, quite a timid woman, for her to kill her ex-lover? No, I don't think that's what... It's, I don't think that's what why she's killed him. Do you Cause, not? No, because we have the part where... Um, if Anson goes, your contribution was invaluable, I couldn't have done it without you. Yeah, it I think that she's being used to actually be the mother of these two. Yeah. That he's had to use something from her. Yes, I think, yeah. To I think, be able to create. Yeah, I think when he says contribution, he's thinking DNA. Yeah. So do you think that it's that he did that without her knowledge and without her consent, and yes. that's why. Yeah, right. I think okay. that she's... I think that, it, like, maybe he's had to steal eggs from her. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to, to grow I could them. see it's... that, but it, I think that what's happened here is I don't think Girati was a baddie from the start. No. I think that sequence that we saw <coughs> where Commodore O turned up with the sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, we didn't... <laughs> We didn't see any of that. We didn't see the conversation. And I think that she's revealed whatever the Jacques Vash's great secret is. Because Chirati says, um, I wish I didn't know. I wish they hadn't shown me. So I I think whatever this secret is, is what's caused her to... I think it's part of that. But I think she's also been used. Yeah, I could, and, I could believe that I think as that's well. that's why she... Because... 
I think that's why she's killed Maddock. Because her knowing the secret yeah. isn't enough for her to kill Maddock, I don't think. It depends that- what the secret is, because they say the secret can drive you mad and all that. And I, I'm wondering... You know, we've talked about is time travel going to play a factor in, in terms of the Borg seeing the future and stuff. And, you know, like when she said, I met you tomorrow. or Yeah. So is it going to be one of these? And you know, that would be too similar to Discovery Season 2, wouldn't it? If it was AI are going to wipe out the universe, so that's yeah, why I we don't have think, to ban synthetics. I don't think we've got, I don't think we've got that. I think we have uh, some ties into Discovery Season 3. Yeah. Starting to come through here, like I think we're starting to see um, the first cracks of Starfleet, yeah, failing to be what it was. Oh yeah, I think we are getting and, that because we sort of like get had hints for Discovery season three. Like, what did they call it in clips? I've forgotten what what they there was a a faction was a faction. mentioned, and people have said it's it, phonetically it's an alteration of. Yeah, that's going to be the what the federations become. Yeah, and like, have we got so like these are the first cracks in? Yeah, I think Starfleet so. falling apart. I think that is what we're seeing. Yeah, and I don't think necessarily that it's we're going to see well, all of that play thousand, out in this series years, exactly. But like the start, like when we saw the original trailers, mm. and we saw Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. And after you've seen the first episode or two, you think, oh, Jonathan Frakes is giving him his blessing to go off and do this. Yeah. By that thing. I wonder if Frakes is giving him his blessing to go to something more serious. Maybe, yeah. Go take down Starfleet. Yeah, oh man, I could see... Reveal this. I could see that. I mean, if they find out that this conspiracy goes to the higher echelons of Starfleet, then absolutely Picard would do something to change that but I'm kind of hoping that it's going to be a case of a few bad eggs and Starfleet itself has got enough good people in it that (coughs) it's still to all intents and purposes a good institution because you know it's the Star Trek cliches the bad moral and you know we've always had them and it's never meant that as an institution, it's bad. And I don't think there's anything to suggest that Starfleet itself is bad yeah. in this timeline. It's a case of... Well, we've of... had another hint, haven't we? Like, we've got Rios's ship um, that he was on. You won't find any record of it. Yeah, That's again. another one. It's like, well, that sounds like it's totally unconnected. It does, but I think we're going to get that as well. Cause we Re- are Because go- Rios said something about revenge as well. He was like, I understand the impulse. Yeah. So... You know, there's something there. All these characters have got things that are going to crawl out of well, the woodwork. Well, we're starting to I see think. that. I think that what we're seeing is they've all got something against Starfleet. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like you've got Picard's obviously cost the one lame save Romulus. We've got uh, Rios because of what happened to his captain in this yeah. ship. We've got Rafi. Rafi. Because the hidden security, she knows about the conspiracy, but they're making her look mad. Yeah. Or paranoid. We've got uh, Gerardi. She's been revealed this secret to what, Yeah. Mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of... 
a lot of things up in the air at the minute, but we, we've just hit the halfway mark. So um, halfway. Well, halfway. We don't. I mean, they are still saying that it's ten. So well, this was episode five, and we're gonna. I'm still going with this is actually really the fourth episode. Yeah, so I, th- I think we've got another six episodes. I think maybe. Yeah, as I say, with Discovery, they didn't announce it were a two-parter until the week before episode yeah. thirteen. So it wouldn't surprise me if we've. We've got a little bit more coming, but theoretically we're at the halfway point and I think we've settled into a good sort of groove in terms of what kind of stories we can tell. Yeah, we've got the stories moving along nicely. And yeah, we've got a lot of things up in the air that need resolving, but there's plenty of time to do yeah. that. We, I think... In terms of building up the core cast and building up the core crew, I think Picard's done a better job than Discovery did in its early days. Yeah. Like, I think Michael was very well drawn, obviously. How are you feeling about Raffi now? Raffi, she's growing on me. So you didn't like yeah. Raffi last no, week? No, I, did, I didn't like her at first, but yeah. she is growing on me a yeah, bit. Yeah, I think she's off to be a really good character. And Yeah, and I really like Rios. I like Girati, despite her going yeah, off on one I'll, in this. Yeah, she went down a little bit, like, what's going on but here? I think, I think she'll be redeemed I, before yeah, the end Yeah, I'm of with it. you on that. I think she's going to be redeemed. I think she's, I think she's misguided rather than bad. And yeah. I think, you know somebody like Picard would find it in his heart to forgive her when he finds out why she's done the things she's done. So, yeah, and I like Elnor. Elnor's funny. Yeah, he's I like comic Elnor. Relief and he's very Andy. Great to see Seven. Yeah. And, yeah, so feeling good going into uh, yeah, the next and, batch of episodes. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Seven. Not just one more episode, but I've, I'm quite sure from the IMDb that she's down for six or seven of the episodes right well and she, so she's at, she's a main seat main character more or less yeah um so yeah i think that just about does us for this week then yeah um another thing that a lot of speculation and you can see it straight away mm. in a couple of years star trek rangers yeah or star trek <laughs> fenris rangers well yeah <laughs> something cool but yeah, it's far too cool a name not to do something and it with. Look, and it's like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, and yeah, and Jerry Ryan as the series lead would be really good. Yeah. yeah, it'd definitely be... Maybe that'll be the one after Picard. Let Picard run it yeah, yeah. however many seasons it does. I think two or three they've talked about. Yeah, I think they've said three. Yeah, and then we can pick up Wade seven yeah. and what's going on with her so yeah i think well, will seven even be in season two and season well we don't know three we don't know but yeah but, i think that's a shoe in that i think after pike that's the one i'd most like to see is a, a fenris yeah. rangers show yeah i know that the will leave started production on section 31 now allegedly Dis- discovery's definitely wrapped right because they said that Literally, as soon as the rap's discovery, Section yeah, 31 was going into production. So, there's been no official announcement of the start of production, but I won't be that's surprised the, if we get something soon. That's what they said. So, we think we've got Section 31 being made. Yeah. 
Everyone's still hoping for Pirates. They've said there's two other live action in development. Yeah, so... One of them, the smart money's on it being Pike. And so. another one, I think, you could also edge your bets on it being Fenwick Rangers. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense now. But, um, yeah, we'll find out. So, I think that about does us for this week. We'll be back next week with episode six of Picard. Yeah. And um, if you want to get in touch in the meantime, we're on Facebook. Search for Retrek. We're on Twitter at RetrekPod, or you can email us RetrekPod at gmail.com. Thanks for trekking with us this time. Uh, just one more thing. Um, I'm really sorry uh, to my mate in Finland <laughs> that you're finding it really hard to understand my accent. <laughs> <laughs> People do. But have thank that you problem. for listening anyway, lad man. <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Retrek. <laughs> Bye. Fascinating.